Welcome to Doesn't Scream Must Be Free. This is an episode of Mr. Podcast Are You Free? With your hosts, Andrew McGuire and Beatrice Lopez. Welcome to another episode of Doesn't Scream Must Be Free. I'm here with my lovely wife, Beatrice Lopez, my co-host. Hey, I just wondered if everybody could hear what I said before I did the ding. No, no, I, I didn't. I, I, when I pointed at you, that's when it started. Oh, awesome. Yes. So, we are doing another episode of Mr. Podcast Are You Free, as you know from our new intro. Yay! So we have to figure out a new way to intro this show. Clap it, clap it, clap it, clap. It's a really long clapping sound. Yay! Woo! It's like that tic tac noise. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, so, in this episode, we are looking at season two, episode two of Woo! Are You Being Served? Two, two. Two, two. Cold comfort. Cold comfort. And none of it is comforting. None of it. But I have a joke. Oh, okay. I like jokes. Why is four a ballerina's favorite number? Because it's two two. Yeah, it's two two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought of that joke when I was like eight and I've never forgotten it. Oh my god, you made that up? Yeah. Oh, that's precious. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just copyrighted, a... so don't try to steal it. Hashtag copyright. <laughs> We're doing this in quarantine, and yes. I, and I'm I'm going a little insane because I haven't been able to work. I'm not essential. It's like that episode of Twilight Zone. I'm the obsolete man. Oh no! Like, oh wait, um, wasn't there an episode of uh, Parks and Rec where the uh, government shut down? And yeah. she was trying to figure out if she was essential. There was that pandemic, like they were pandemic training or something like that. Oh, yeah. And they they threw that at them. I forget why. Like they were trying to distract her from something else so she couldn't do something else. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were trying to distract her. Huh. But I forget from what. I guess you have time to rewatch that. I could. Yeah. It could just be The Office again. It could be. I'm less into The Office, though. Huh. Yeah. I listen to the podcast about The Office Ladies. This is all very essential to the podcast we're talking about right now. Oh, no, it's not. We just went off on a tangent because of the tutus. Yes. But, I mean, that's fine. What are you going to do? You're not going anywhere. Walk out. Walk out. So... They are having a fuel crisis. Fuel crisis. In this episode. So they have the heat off. Now, everyone, like they start with the cleaning staff there and they're trying to clean, but their their cleaning supplies are literally frozen. Oh. Like, I could understand if they had like the heat on super low, but they have it like completely turned off. And it's apparent that it's one of the coldest days of the year there. Yeah, that's where my... Um my workplace would have shut down yeah it's not safe right yeah um and that's where they get eventually but mr it's mr rumble's decision to not have any heat on he says 
but then like he's like because Captain Peacock's like well who's what idiot's idea was it to have the heat off and Mr. Rumble says mine wow and fireable offense right disrespect the boss definitely uh it was his decision then everyone kind of comes in Captain Peacock uh says that Miss Slocum and Miss Brahms are both one minute late. Wow. The Ooh, horror. Miss um, Slocum, by the way, has pink hair today. Good, because I didn't write that down. I'm the one who pays attention to the hair color. Yes. Uh, they Then Mr. Lucas comes in, and he's really late. Well, compared to everyone else, if they were it seems like, like he's always late, and he's always doing something fireable. Including in this episode, definitely has a fireable offense. Oh, yeah. Well, they all do. So. They do? They comes, all do? Uh, I guess. In, in, in this episode, they, they all have fireable offenses. Miss Brahms? I didn't really see anything she did. She got the uh, bourbon for Mrs. Slocum to drink. Eh. So, uh, Mr. Lucas comes in with ice skates around his neck. <laughs> and he's like, you didn't skate here, did you? He's like, no, there was a woman there like that was skating yesterday. And she had thin blood, so I had to keep her warm all night. Oh. Yeah, and that's why he was has the skates. Oh. And Mr. Humphreys calls him, oh, we have Sonia Heaney here, who is a old-timey Norwegian figure skater. Wow. Yeah, so interesting that she was an olympian and superstore had the olympics oh, episode a couple right, episodes right, ago that's right so, you're saying how there's like so many correlations between the both shows yeah like this episode has themes from the last two superstore episodes yes so they say it's an oil crisis and uh they're reading from the paper that it was 70 million years for the the earth to build up all this oil and then like in within 70 years humans had used it pretty much all up Wow. Now we know that because it's 2020 as of this recording, they did find more oil reserves. But can we just talk about like this oil crisis in the 70s? Like this would happen during Carter. So oh, this yeah, is like yeah. the 1970s. I feel like I haven't heard about this and well, I should have. Yeah. I just remember like my dad telling me there was like long lines and like gas was getting rationed. Like your, if your license plate ended in an odd number, you could only get it certain days. If it was an even number, you could only get it certain days. Wow. And that kind of stuff. And you think with a crisis like that, you take drastic measures to make sure it doesn't happen again. And you start moving away from gas and oil. I know. And towards, oh, I don't know, nuclear, wind, solar, any of those. Any of those... Uh better alternatives to uh, fossil fuels yeah. which is finite exactly the opposite of infinite sorry my laptop it's brand new wants to keep setting up stuff so pop-ups keep coming up and it's like oh, i hate the pop -ups. do you have your antivirus yet and i'm like no i want to record leave me alone leave me alone even the laptop is afraid <laughs> so uh, Mr. Rumble says that they are not allowed to use electric heaters, or, or they call them electric fires. Yeah, which is that's weird. Electric um, fires. Oh, I guess. Well, yeah. I guess they had the fire. Yeah. You know, from the uh, 
coal stone or whatever. Yeah. Those iron pot-bellied stoves. Yeah. yeah. Or the it's funny because, like, they're, they're, like, English slang is kind of, like, caught in that weird spot where they refer to stuff like that. Like, it's an electric fire instead of a room heater. Yeah. And they also call, like, flashlights torches. Oh, wow. Oh, my. <laughs> so, like... It's just kind of an interesting thing. Do they even use the word room? Or do they call it something else? Do they call like, it rum? Rum. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know. I don't know accents. Um, and they're not allowed to keep their coats on either. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. I yeah. mean, if they put their name tag, do they even have name tags? No. No, so what's the point? Right. Miss um, Brahms, in particular, says she's going to – it's, like, too cold. And she wished she had worn thicker knickers yeah. or whatever. And Captain Peacock says that young women wear too little. And then she was like, how would you know? Yeah. And he's like, again, because we know he's a pervert. So. Yeah. But to be fair, she is wearing like just a super short skirt and really nothing else. Yeah, basically. Although that's because the dress code, as we find out, says that they need to be wearing stockings or leggings. Um. So they can't be bare-legged. Right. But the, it sounds like they can't even wear, like, just pants. Like, oh, no, I think they can. If they're not wearing pants and they're wearing a skirt, I just don't think they want to show off the naked leg. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I guess we'll see if it comes up. But I'm not sure if they're allowed to wear pants on that huh, side. Maybe. Like, oh, trousers are menswear. Mer, mer, oh, mer. my gosh. Um. So, young uh, Mr. Rumble, of course, in his office, has a secret room heater. Yeah. And Mr. Mash comes in while Mr. Rumble's trying to figure out how to plug it in, which was weird. Like, it didn't just have a plug. He had to, like, wire it. Yeah, it's weird. And Mr. Mash, like, gets him, like, as he's about to put the wires in, he goes, <laughs> and, like, makes him jump, <laughs> which was good. And, um... He's like, oh, you know, I, it's, I, I won't tell the people on the floor about the privileges of the managerial class. <laughs> and he's Mr. so cool. Mr. Mash is like, he's the real MVP. He really is. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. I like Mr. Mash. Um, Mr. Rumble is like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, don't tell them, whatever. And he's like, oh, do you want some of this bourbon to help you warm you up? And he's like, no, I shouldn't because, you know, drinking on the job's bad. He's like, oh, well, you know, I was just thinking you might want to invest in this bottle. But I guess I could tell them on the floor about your, you know, secret room heater. <laughs> and so he basically blackmails them into buying yeah. the bottle of bourbon. And Mr. Mash offers them uh, on the floor hot cocoa, which is really cool. Well, that's nice. Oh, well, was it free of charge? No. I forgot. He, oh. he wanted 10 pence each, uh, each cup. Where's he getting all this stuff, by the way? Well, he's the maintenance guy, so he just, he's... Yeah, I guess. Um, not that it's a great show because the main person's a terrible person in it, but... Oh, no. Um, whatchamacallit, House of Cards? Oh! Netflix? The, one of the characters has a great line, and he says, you know, everyone thinks it's good to have people in high places. It's really better to have friends in low places. 
because they're the ones who make everything work so they know exactly. all the secrets yeah so mr mash is like he's ingratiated in the lower part so he, yeah he is he probably knows the people in the kitchen or um, like that guy mike on better call saul yeah yeah so it definitely that would have been a good good uh comparison too but actually while we're talking about the kitchen there is a restaurant huh? on the top floor so the elevator is a lie. <laughs> the elevator has the ground floor, the first floor, and the second floor, and it goes to the second floor for them. But there's a top floor with a restaurant, so the elevator's a lie. <laughs> Take that, you set designers from 1960s, 1970s. Wow. <laughs> Can't top that. <laughs> um, there. You heard it here. You're, you're, uh, I don't even know what happened to them. R.I.P. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, cuts to them selling imitation rabbit gloves to a gentleman. And he's like, oh, I'd rather have real gloves. And they're like, oh, this is cheaper and exactly the same. Can't tell them apart. He's like, right, Mr. Lucas. Mr. Lucas said, oh, they're so similar. We don't even dare put them in the same drawers together. <laughs> so, now, this is how cold it is. It's so cold that... One of the plot points is that the ladies' room toilets are frozen over. So it's yeah. under 32 degrees in there. It's literally freezing. Yes. Like, and uh, so they have this whole bit about uh, Miss Slocum asking Captain Peacock if they are allowed to use the men's room, which I don't know why that wouldn't be frozen over. Yeah, maybe, I know. Maybe, maybe just urinals. Maybe yeah. they have urinals. Yeah. And then... Um, He's like, well, I'll have to ask Mr. Granger. And then Mr. Granger's like, oh, I have to ask them. Like, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lucas and Mr. Humphrey. So literally everyone in the department knows that Ms. Brahms needs to use the restroom. Wow. So there's no privacy. So they all agree to let her go. And then she's like, well, I don't want to go now. Well, yeah, because everybody's going to want to go in at the same time just to watch her. Hmm. We all know how weird they are. Yeah. Uh, because, oh. So they're all doing different things to keep warm. Yeah. Um, Mr. Humphreys makes like a like device where he puts a, a hair dryer like pointing up and like on like a, a little stand. And he puts it on the floor <laughs> and puts like the hair dryer up his like pant leg. Yeah, it's and, uh, ingenious. Yeah. Um, Mr. Lucas. Uh, put his oven mitts in the toaster. Put his oven mitts in the toaster and also took off his shoes and was standing on an electric blanket. Um, Mr. Granger, uh, Mr. Humphreys lets Mr. Granger borrow his hot water bottle while he warms up his heating pad with an iron, um, which goes awry because it gets left unattended on a counter. Oh, yeah. Lots um, of, like, so many hazards. Yeah. Electrical hazards. Uh, they probably all have them plugged in on the same little... Yeah, definitely. Uh, Miss Slocum is wearing long, long johns. johns but, but they don't reach all the way up. Yeah, so she's got, like the, like, the underwear part, like, showing under her dress. But it's very stylish for yeah. today's day, because a lot of the young guys wear their pants that way. That is true. That is true. Uh, Miss Brahms is wearing earmuffs on her breasts. What? Yeah. Yep. And that's because, and we have a few guys like, you're going to let her do that? that? That That's terrible or something. But, you know, and he's like, I, she's like, I can't complain because I'm wearing these. And that's when she shows him the long underwear. 
that's like under her dress. And he's like, I'm going to have to ask you to take those off. And then she's like, I'm, I'm going to go over your head. So she goes to Mr. Rumble's office and he's finally got the heater going. So there's a gag where people keep coming in and he has to hide it in the <laughs> drawer. And so they have this little, like, again, with the wordplay, um, where it comes down to her finally saying, well, do you want me to take them off? And he's like, I would prefer you didn't. Because, again, he's just... That's like Mr. Rumble's whole role is to not know what's going on. Yeah, know. he like literally cannot understand any words you're saying. Right. Uh, in the mean, meantime, Mr. Humphreys gets called over to help a customer, so he puts the iron down under a hat so mm-hmm. Captain Peacock doesn't see it. He tries to tell uh, Mr. Lucas to take it off the uh, take it off the iron, or turn it off at least, and. Mr. Lucas just doesn't hear him. It's like a miscommunication thing. And so that's when he's standing on his uh, blanket without his shoes on. Yep. And he gets called over to help a gentleman <laughs> with trousers. He's like, can he just put his leg up on the, yeah. on the counter and I'll just try to measure his inseam <laughs> from, from here? here yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, oh, of course not. And he can't find his shoes because he put them in a drawer. I don't know why he just didn't put them down. Like I know, to. right? Um, but he put them in a drawer so he can't find them. So he comes out with oven mitts on his feet. Oh, wow. And Captain Peacock is like completely like, what are those? And and the guy's like, oh, what are those? And, and he's like, oh, they're uh, foot warmers. They're sp- stylish new style foot warmers to help with the uh, oil crisis because, you know, they keep your foot warm. So you don't need to buy like oil to warm your feet to buy from the middle. Like he makes this whole story wow. about it. And the guy's like, oh, well, if they're really good for the economy and for the oil crisis, I'll buy a pair. In fact, I'll buy two pairs. So we get to see Mr. Lucas make a sale for once. Hey, he, look he, at that. He, he sold something he created himself. Yep. So, yay. Yay. While also creating many hazards. Yes. I mean. Um, so it, it cuts back to him eventually, like, he's he's bagged up the trousers and two pairs of oven mitts. And uh, Captain Vika's, like, very well done. Like, he's kind of impressed that Mr. Lucas was able to sell those off the way he did. But he should be. Because that, that was a help. That is pretty cool. That is a help of a thing. Uh, Miss Brahms takes an, an abnormal long coffee break, according to Miss Slocum. And she's like, well, it's only because I was trying to get you your bourbon. So she got her her bourbon, um, but there was no half bottles, so she had to buy a full bottle. Oh, uh, she got it from Mr. Mash, huh? Probably. And uh, Miss Slocum puts it in an empty uh, dummy perfume bottle. And then, like, she's throughout the rest of the episode kind of just spraying it into her mouth. Like nice. a, one of those spray candies. And then that's when it goes back to the other side where the iron has burned through both the thermal pad and the counter and it's just hanging in the glass counter so captain peacock of course sees it then finds all the other devices they've been using to keep warm they storm into mr rumble's office he has to like slam his drawer shut why he has it in a drawer? Yeah, that is really bad. Not safe at all. Like even even if he wasn't having to close it, he having it in his drawer is just a terrible plan. 
So they're all complaining back and forth about the cold and then like the heating devices and why they're there and how they stole them and use them from the other departments, blah, 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 blah. And Mr. Rumble's desk catches on fire and Mr. Lucas puts it out with the fire extinguisher, but in a very old timey slapstick comedy, instead of spraying the fire, just sprays Mr. Rumble for like two minutes. And then finally puts out the fire. Yep, because you have to have that gag. Yes. It's a visual thing that is very necessary. Right. And when Mr. Rumble, you know, they're like, oh, thankfully Mr. Lucas, uh, you know, did find it. Oh, so backing up a little bit, when uh, Mr. Mash offers them yeah. the hot chocolate, uh, Mr. Lucas says, ah, Mr. Mash, you truly are one of us. And he's like, ah, 10 pence a piece. And she's like, and Mr. Humphrey's like, nope. You're not, oh, that's right, you're not one of us. <laughs> so they put them both back, and then he goes, oh, you think Mr. Rumble's one of you? He's got a secret uh, room heater. So they know about the room heater. And I think that's why Mr. Lucas feels emboldened to get all this stuff from the other departments. Um, but he's like, oh, you know, but uh, my quick actions didn't mean anything. We just know that it, you know, poor Mr. Rumble had put that in his drawer so no one could use it and accidentally turned it on, and that's what caused the fire. You know, he he knows Mr. Rumble had it. Mr. Rumble knows he's been had, but they just played off that way. Mr. Rumble decides to send everyone home for the rest of the day because they can't work in the cold. I mean, it's freezing. It's below freezing. It's, it's below fun. freezing. And then Mr. Grace comes in and uh, says he's been able to turn the heat back on. Well, he, he applauds them for working in yes. such harsh conditions. Yes, he does thank them for their hard work and working in the... I will say the minimal uh, credit I'll give him is that he does thank his employees every time he sees them. That is something that he does, which is a good thing. And now he does all the bad things. Yes. So. And the other thing that correlates with yeah. Superstore. Yeah. So he was able to turn the heat back on. And they're like, oh, I thought your reserves of fuel were super low or you didn't have enough. And he's like, oh, well... My warehouse workers were striking at the Coke, uh, the Coke fa uh, factory or something like that. So he fired them all mm -hmm. and he tore down the warehouse and chopped it up to make use the wood for fuel for the store. Yep. So he fired a bunch of strikers. Yep. So people were on strike. There's the other Superstore connection for this week. And he fired them. Yes. So capitalist jerk, like... And Mr. Lucas says it too. He's like, oh, that's the way to treat your workers, Mr. Grace. And he's like, definitely. Like, he doesn't get the joke. And so they were able to turn the heat back on, and then they have to work the rest of the day. But so he broke a strike and fired everybody. During a fuel crisis, too. During a fuel crisis on presumably the coldest day of the year. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So many bad things. He's like a Scrooge. Right? So. Wow. We have to have a, a, a happy note to end on. A happy note? Um, oh, well, the happy note is that they're like, oh, well, we can turn it, you know, we've had to confiscate all the heating devices. And Miss Locum says, oh, well, thankfully I put aside some bourbon to keep me warm. <laughs> and he, she offers some to Mr. Uh, to Captain Peacock. And he's like, oh, well, sure, Betty, if you want to share. And. This is important. She put it in a perfume bottle, and earlier in the episode, he like straightened up her stand and put all the bottles back. So she picks up the wrong bottle and sprays 
literal perfume into his his mouth and just it's terrible 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 and that's where it ends but I don't know did you have any final thoughts about this episode I have to say that I feel bad for Mr. Peacock although he probably did deserve it maybe Mr. Rumble deserved it more or Mr. Grace I have fallen prey to thinking that the fruit-scented sprays would taste as good as they smelled. They do not. It's like that John Mulaney so bit. So horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> oh, what was that bit? Um, oh, where he's like, someone came out with a bottle, and they were like, is this whiskey or perfume? And I drank it straight down, and I smashed it on the ground and said, that, mm, that's perfume. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Don't try this at home. Don't try it at home, kids. And that's how we'll uh, end that. Yes. Well, I would like to say, if you enjoy listening to us, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSMBFree. You can follow me on the YouTube at A Simple Adventure. Look for the profile picture that's two donuts. And you can follow my wife on the TikTok at Beatrice Lopez 490. B E A T R I Z L O P E Z 490. Yes. So that is where we're going to end it today. We will see you soon. I have a new show in the works. Ooh, and it uh, sounds good. And it actually I'm, really does sound good. Yeah. I'm hoping to have it out by the end of this week. Uh, I have a few sources I, I contacted hoping they'll be able to I I mean I don't necessarily think I need their permission but I want to make sure I have their permission just in case um, but that will be a show called viral service yes. and it will be analyzing customer service in the news Woo-hoo. So, so yeah everybody hey. Woo. okay all right bye everybody bye bye